back to Chiefcast. This is another episode of Chiefcast, so you know what that means. It's time for more reviews. Uh, today I'm going to be doing two reviews, um, unless I get them done really fast and I can add, add in a third one. But I don't think that's going to happen because I really want to gush about these two movies. Uh, Spontaneous, and then the other movie I'm going to review is Kajillionaire. Now, let's go with Spontaneous first. Also, uh, if you would like to see my other reviews on film, uh, go to my letterbox. That is Island Limos, uh, capital I, capital L, all one word, Island Limos. Uh, I should be the profile that the only Island Limos there. Um, like I said, it's always, you know, favorite movies, uh, collateral, fugitive, almost famous, Zodiac. If you see a profile that says that, then that's me. Um, Island Limos, obviously, I keep saying this, but... You know, every time, maybe this is someone's newest episode, like first episode of the Jeefcast, and they're like, what the fuck is Island Limos, man? Uh, it's a reference to Collateral, one of my favorite movies. Uh, so yeah, just if you want to read more reviews, if you want to read my written reviews and know my thoughts on like different other movies, then uh, yep, go to Island Limos, go to Letterboxd. Uh, but first, wait a minute, not first, but, but now, that was first. <laughs> but now, let's talk about Spontaneous. All right, there's a movie that I feel is not getting... People aren't talking about this movie, um, and they really should. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, I had never heard of this movie until months ago. I was looking up movies uh, to catch up with, and I saw this movie Spontaneous on Voodoo, and I was like, what is this? And it said, 98% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, and I was like, whoa, 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 what the fuck? 98 that's super high <laughs> it's like okay i gotta pay attention to this fucking movie richard roper one of the critics that i love the most gave it four stars i'm like whoa 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 what the hell is spontaneous so i look it up uh spontaneous is now here's the thing i'm not one to like be a slave to rotten tomatoes i actually really don't like rotten tomatoes all that much um but Anytime I see a movie with that high a rating, I'm always like, uh, interesting. Maybe I should give this a chance. Uh, so yeah, I did. I trusted the critics this time. It's not always a 100% foolproof strategy, but hey. <laughs> uh, I rented it on Saturday. I watched it. I really liked it. And then on Sunday, I saw that I still had the rental. And I was like, wouldn't it be hilarious if I watched the movie again? And then I watched the movie again. <laughs> Uh, it was on this second time that I thought, man, I don't just really like this movie. I think I might love this movie. I think this is one of those movies where, I mean, if I see it again, maybe I'll like it even more. That's how Booksmart was. And I'm not saying this is like the next Booksmart, you know, because anyone who knows me knows I love Booksmart. Like, <clears throat> oh man, I saw, I've seen Booksmart six times since what? It was released in, of May last year. And yeah, I've seen it six times, four times in theaters, the most times I've ever seen a movie in theaters. Uh, so yeah, I'm not saying it's going to be the next Booksmart, but like I definitely see myself watching this maybe a third time, maybe more. I don't know. I really, really like this movie a lot. Uh, and anytime I uh, really love a movie, I'm going to tell people like, hey, you should see this. But I can't really go to people's houses anymore because of COVID. So I'm just going to say this. Hey, you should see this movie. <laughs> 
this movie stars Catherine Langford. She's an Australian actress. Uh, she's on that show, 13 Reasons Why. I do not know that show, but uh, I have seen Knives Out. And Well, I haven't seen that show. I know of the show, but I haven't seen the show. Um, but, yeah, she's in Knives Out and Love, Simon. I've seen those, so I'm familiar with her. Uh, she plays a character named Mara Carlyle. She goes to Covington High School. I forget where Covington is, but it's a... Uh, it's like a small town suburb area and uh, she's a high school senior and she's in class one day and she drops her pencil she goes down to reach the pencil blood sprays on her fellow students and she comes back up and the student in front of her is not there anymore she spontaneously combusted so this is not the first time that will happen in this movie it's and it's all about teenagers this her and her high school class dealing with kid, their classmates literally blowing up. Literally blowing up in a, in a just rush of blood. And it's, the, it's dealing with that, but it's also a teen romance because one of her classmates, Dylan, uh, she, she, he, <laughs> uh, he decides to do like, hey, this might happen again. So carpe diem, I'm going to tell you that I've had a crush on you for years. And, it's, and the movie follows... Mara and Dylan's uh, friendship and, you know, growing relationship. And, man, okay. I remember seeing a movie called What If? It was uh, with Daniel Radcliffe. Uh, I liked everyone in that movie as actors, but I think the movie was trying too hard to be quippy and funny and clever with his dialogue. And it was kind of like, I, I don't really wrote this dialogue it doesn't feel real like who i didn't really care for that movie um i mean it's fine but i feel like this is the movie that what if tried to do or tried to be because this dialogue is maybe it's because dylan is a huge movie fan and i, and I got all his references <laughs> but i just really like the uh how funny and how likable these characters are I mean, I enjoyed hanging out with Mara and Dylan, seeing their relationship grow. I enjoyed hanging out with uh, Tess, uh, Mara's best friend, hanging out with her and Tess. And I, I like these characters. They feel like genuine characters. Uh, I cared for them. I, <laughs> it's, it's funny how likable they are because like, there's no bullies in this school. Even the jocks are like so wholesome and progressive <laughs> like that's a joke where it's like hey we're progressive like that this is for our bros and it's just like <laughs> oh that's adorable <laughs> so uh, yeah this romance i really cared for it uh charlie Plummer, who plays dylan he was in a movie called lean on pete i never saw it, but i really wanted to uh maybe i should check that out now because i i just i like these people in the movie i think their chemistry uh both Plummer and langford they feel like you know a, a couple that really likes each other and their chemistry is good together and they feel like i don't know it, it just feels like a young love relationship and it's sweet like that and funny but it also this is what really got me about the movie i've seen some critics uh describe it as profound and i would be like you know what yeah i was surprisingly this movie this movie has a surprisingly mature message in the sense that it's not just the usual carpe diem stuff uh, where you could die at any moment. Like, yeah, you could die at any moment. But, you know, it's also as, hey, life is cool, but sometimes it can really suck. Sometimes it can really hurt. 
Like, one of their teachers is talking about, like, yeah, I saw one of my friends disappear in the Vietnam War. He stepped on a landmine, and he, I didn't get a chance to say goodbye. He was just... And, and that's what these kids are kind of dealing with, is because these, these, their classmates are just, you know, exploding, and they're traumatized by this, and they're just like, oh my god, I could be next. Or, like, they, I didn't get a chance to say goodbye. Um, and, man... Maybe I'm looking too close, like too far into it, too much into it. But like, I could see this movie as like a, as like a metaphor for our, like school shootings. I mean, like there's students that are like, hey, I did survive. And, you know, why? It's just students living in the aftermath of a tragic event. And I really think it's hard for me not to think about this is a metaphor for like students who have to go through. There's a whole scene where one of the guys from the government, this movie is very anti-Trump. So it's a movie of the moment. Uh, and it's, it's a movie where they have a uh, politician and he comes to their, like their little ET science base where they're running tests on them, at, on the kids. And he's like, you have our hopes and thoughts and prayers. And they're just like, oh, fuck you. <laughs> um, where it's, it's kind of like, what, why... Why is every time a government, uh, Mara says this, why is every time a government official says we're, 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 we're working as hard as we can, nothing actually gets done? And I'm sorry, but you could read that into, like, this movie is being released in the time of COVID, and there's a scene where uh, Dylan says, hey, like, this is our life now. And, you know, people are, or like Tess goes, like, hey, people have been dying for months. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> This is, it's not about COVID, but it is like about dealing with people not being there anymore. And it, yeah, like I said, it's very anti-Trump. Um, and it just has such a, such a heart to it. Such a, I just really, I really responded to this movie, especially on the second time. Uh, I just really, really, this movie is so nice. I watched it twice. <laughs> Uh, and the, uh, oh, one last thing I want to point out, the acting, uh, Rob Hubel plays Mara's dad, Piper Parabu is her mom, and they're really effective. Rob Hubel, man, he's a comedian, like, he's a comic actor, but, man, when he has to look sad, he can turn it on, man, I felt really bad for him. He's pretty good in this. Um, Catherine Langford, I am, I am so on board with whatever she does next. She's just, she, her and Charlie Palmer are so good in this movie. Uh, she, Catherine Langford just carries this movie. She's so good in this. Uh, I'm eagerly awaiting, I hope, nothing but great careers for both of them. Um, and so, yeah, I, I really, this movie, not a lot of people, I, not, I haven't seen a lot of ads for it. Uh, so I'm just saying right now, hey, if you want to see a movie that is funny and smart and and moves you, like, see Spontaneous. I mean, yeah, I paid three ninety nine for the rental, but, like, I would have been fine paying the full price. I, you know, I, I just really responded to... I'm repeating myself now, so I'll just say this. Uh, give it a chance. You may look at the trailer and be like, I don't know about this, like I do. Uh, just, just give it a chance.
Kajillionaire. Now, this is a movie that I've had on my radar ever since I think it premiered at Sundance. Um, and I'm a big fan of Evan Rachel Wood. And so she was posting about this, that she was doing this. And I was like, all right, cool, a new movie with her. And then I found out it was a Miranda July movie. And Miranda July is a filmmaker who uh, she did a movie called Me and You and Everyone We Know. Uh, and that movie, Adrian Loves uh, and Roger Ebert gave it four stars. So, you know, anything good enough for Roger Ebert is, you know, good enough for me. Unless it's, you know. The Devil's Rejects or something. I don't know. Some stupid Rob Zombie shit. Anyways. <laughs> just, I'm just, I just said that just to piss it, uh, Adrian off. Um, Kajillionaire. Uh, Miranda July movie. This is about a bunch of grifters. A family of grifters. Uh, Richard Jenkins, Deborah Winger, and Evan Rachel Wood are the mom, or uh, are the dad, mom, and daughter. And they just, <laughs> they... Richard Jenkins, uh, if you look up the trailer, which, by the way, I recommend you don't. Maybe, like, watch the first 30 seconds of the trailer, and then that's it, because it goes into a lot of the plot. Um, but you should just get a feel for this movie, because this movie has a very particular sense of feel, uh, sense of comedy. Um, it is funny, but it's also really dramatic uh, at points, really emotional but not overly so. It's not sappy or sentimental or melodramatic. It's just, you'll be watching a scene and be like, oh man, like, oh, it just kind of sneaks up on you. Um, and yeah, what this movie is, is Miranda July, from what I can tell of this movie and her other movies, it's a very particular kind of feel and you may get annoyed by it. You may not. It's a very, I don't want to use the word quirky because that's been overused. People hate that word. But it's a very particular, very, what's the word, whimsical kind of uh, approach. Uh, Evan Rachel Wood is the old Dolio. Uh, she is a daughter of Richard Jenkins and Deborah Winger. And they're a bunch of, they skim on everything. <laughs> and Richard Jenkins, like I said in the trailer, uh, he goes, most people want to be kajillionaires. That's the dream. But, you know, I prefer to just skim. <laughs> And so they, they, they steal things, they, they're laid on rent, uh, they live in an abandoned office uh, with, with near a car, I, I think it was a car wash where soap is like f coming through from there into their uh, like office area uh, slash home. So they have to get buckets and take the, like the soap out regularly <laughs> and, and uh, this deals with their latest grift. Um, they pick up Gina Rodriguez as uh, someone they meet on a flight and becomes a close friend. Uh, also, it, it, you know, Everett Wood is getting a little like, hey, what the fuck? Because let, let's let's just put things here. Richard Jenkins and uh, Deborah Winger in this movie are terrible parents. They're very neglectful. They're very, they're very non-sentimental at all. And when they you know, starts showing more affection to Gina Rodriguez instead of old Dolio, uh, she, you know, starts thinking like, hey, maybe there's something beyond this group. And man, I really, really, really enjoyed this movie. I mean, yeah, it's a very particular set of comedy, but, and really there, yeah, like I said, there really there are parts where it's like, oh, like there's this one part with an old man. Oh man, that really got to me. 
Um, yeah, shit. Just thinking about it right now. Um, but yeah, there's, it's, it's such a weird, whimsical, but really well done movie. Uh, Evan Rachel Wood, man, I love her. Uh, I mean, I always liked her from Across the Universe and, um, uh, The Wrestler. She was also in The Eyes of Mars. She was good there. But man, what really made me love her was Westworld. If you haven't seen Westworld, she is amazing on that show. And she's fantastic here too. She has a, she's doing a whole voice and like different voice and everything. Uh, She's so, she she captures the spirit of like, I watched this with Adrian. He was like, she's like, she's like a teenager mentally because she just doesn't, hasn't experienced a lot of the world. And she, and Reverend Richard would just pull, totally, I can't talk, uh, totally pulls that off. Uh, Richard Jenkins, as always, is, you know, Richard Jenkins. If you don't know who that is, you probably do. You just haven't, can't recognize the name. And he was in Shape of Water and Cabin in the Woods. The Visitor, see The Visitor, that he got an Oscar nomination for that. That's where I first noticed him. Also, Changing Lanes, he's, uh, that's, he plays a bit part in that, but he's also in that, and I will never not recommend Changing Lanes. I'm not overly familiar with Deborah Winger. I never saw uh, Officer Gentleman, but uh, she's pretty good in this. She's good uh, as, as, you know, she's not just the wife character. She's a whole other character herself. Um, and Gina Rodriguez, her, I'm not overly, I never watched Jane the Virgin, but like, she's pretty good in here. She's, I like, I really liked her. She's like, her relationship with, Evan Rachel Wood, the old Dolio, and it's it's really interesting as the movie evolves. And this, like I said, don't really watch the trailer; it'll tell you too much of the movie. But it's it's really just one of those movies where you end it and you're just like, I don't know if everyone's gonna like that movie, but I really did. So it's adorable at times; it's sad at other times. I thoroughly, it's a delight. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I'm interested in what Miranda July does next. I saw a trailer for, like, I'm curious to check out me and you and everyone she know or everyone we know. And, uh, man, I saw a trailer for her movie, The Future. That shit looks weird. (laughs) It is, it is one of those, like, oh, this is whimsical to the extreme. (laughs) Uh, so I don't know if this is, like, Kajillionaire is a lesser version of that. I don't know. This is my first one of her movies. Um... I'm interested in uh, what she does next, you know, uh, Evan Rachel Wood and Richard Jenkins, you know, I was going to see this movie, but hey, it turned out to be really good. So definitely recommend. I really like this one. the end of another chief cast episode uh this is the end <laughs> not not the door song or the seth rogan movie but this is the end of the episode this episode of chief cast um i figured hey listen to someone talk for an hour uh by themselves may not be the best podcast so i'm trying to keep these at two like 10 minute reviews uh as much as possible and if you want to hear me talk more to an actual person uh, go to Spotify, go to Anchor, go to Apple Podcasts, type in We Be Watching Films. That's the movie podcast that me and Adrian have uh, got. And yeah, that's 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 the podcast that, you know, because Jeefcast, that's why Jeefcast took a little break. We were setting that up and uh, we got a lot of 
well, we got about, we got Borat 2 review, and we got a few episodes about horror movies and our favorite A24 movies. And so head on over there and uh, see what's up. Shout out to you for listening. Uh, thank you, and come back next time. Thank you.